Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. For those of you who are brand new to the show, you're jumping in on a great episode. They're all great episodes, but this one is more lighthearted. We're talking about pleasure and pleasurable touch. A lot of it is going to be referencing the work of Miss Jaya and her five erotic blueprints. Um, this is a fabulous uh, type of uh, way to figure out what you enjoy. So we're going to be referencing that a lot along with some other things. And also, if you are brand new to this show, you might not realize that there are like 400 or more uh, episodes that are in podcast as well as video, and they're over, they're on over 400 locations. So if you cannot find this show on all the locations that you love to listen to your podcast, let me know, because we're always looking for more and interesting places to get these podcasts out. But if you're listening, you must be listening somewhere. So. So you might be listening on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, some of the top ones for sure in the world. So I hope you're enjoying. And the reason I do this show is so that I can share with you different ways that you can have more pleasure in your life. And a lot of times when we've had a lack of pleasure, there's probably been an awful lot of trauma or stress. So we haven't been able to experience pleasure because we've been surviving and our bodies don't really respond to a lot of things when we're in survival mode. And from my own life, I needed to find out how to have more pleasure because I wasn't having it and I didn't know how to have it. And then I was being critiqued by people uh, for a long time about whatever that was, um, had some interesting relationship, had an interesting relationship with somebody who was very cruel and abusive. Um, and I'm very grateful that's over. And it did bring to me some to light that not everybody's opinion of you is true. So, so moving forward in life right now, it's looking at how do we have more pleasure and why is it maybe that we haven't had it? And today's particular topic, we're looking at touch. And touch can be something that can trigger a lot of different emotions and responses and have your body go into fight or flight or even freeze, right? It can get you right into the trauma response, or it can assist you in getting out of trauma. For all of this touch that we're talking about today, every single bit of it requires communication and consent. So you're not just going to walk up to your partner and start doing things to them without having the conversation first. Uh, so and, and I know this happens too with body workers. They, you know, assume somebody's come into their office and is like, you just can do anything. No, you actually need to see like, are you okay? Is it okay if I touch your leg? Is it okay? And sometimes after the first few sessions, you've established some understanding and rules that 
that they understand that if um, if there's any touch that happens that they don't like you touching their their like I don't know maybe their calf or something that they can just say hey not comfortable cool so if you do go to people for body work and they are not asking permission to touch you and you have experienced some trauma and your body is is actually walking away more traumatized pick a new person or tell them they that you need clarity and you need to have somebody who has has um, is willing to ask for permission okay so permission consent clarity communication so important and so what we're going to get really clear on today uh, we are going to talk about the five erotic blueprints from Miss Jaya and big fan of hers. If you happen to watch Netflix ever, there was an episode on Netflix or there was a series on Netflix called Sex, Love and Goop. And on there, Miss Jaya was on there uh, facilitating a couple uh, through uh, and with the erotic blueprints. And... Um, Miss Jaya also had a course on my sex and intimacy, um, sex and intimacy coaching uh, class. So we got to look at her work there. So it was very fun to see that on Netflix years and years later, and that it's like gaining momentum and people are becoming more aware of it. People, uh, lots of people are becoming more aware of it. Even Tony Robbins has the erotic blueprints on his website. So he has it actually quite nicely uh, defined and kind of simplified on there. So you can actually just check out erotic blueprints. You can go to Miss Jaya's site too, and you can find out through, she has like a survey on there. You can find out on there what your erotic blueprint is. So her site is M-I-S-S-J-A-I-Y-A.com. You can find out more about uh, your blueprints and find out more about her work and find out about her courses and all that sort of stuff. I think you can also find like um, the people who are uh, certified in facilitating this method as well. So you could have this done for you or taught to you and your partner. Okay. So the very first one we're going to talk about is the energetic blueprint. And keep in mind that when we talk about these blueprints, you might find that you are you are more leaning towards one than another. And you might have some of another kind of pop in once in a while. You might have all of them quite equally. Uh, all of them quite equally is actually one of the blueprints itself called a shapeshifter. So we're going to talk about First, the energetic one, because I tend to be much more on the energetic uh, realm when it comes to all things uh, to do with erotic touch. So this in this one, if you, if you identify with some of the things I'm talking about, you might just have an erotic blueprint that is energetic energetic touch so we're talking about touch today we're talking about different kinds of touch and we're talking about how we can use these to have greater and more impactful uh, sexual experiences sensual experiences pleasurable experiences in your life so with erotic blueprint uh, the energetic erotic blueprint this is where people are aroused by space anticipation and teasing so what does that mean to be aroused by space? So if you're watching on video, being aroused by space is where you can be hovering your hand over somebody's body, even like a, a few centimeters, a few 
inches, a few feet even, and their body responds to the um, the kinetic. The you can actually feel the energetics between that the hand and the body, even when it's like a foot away, and you can be arousing the body off body. I know this is actually true. I have experienced it, and I know that it's incredibly sensual for somebody who is uh, having the energetic blueprint uh, for them primarily. So that's kind of being aroused by space. Also being aroused by space is having space in yourself, like not feeling crowded uh, emotionally, not feeling crowded by uh, your feelings or anything, having like a sense of of space in general. So I live on 45 acres of land, pretty much in the middle of nowhere. I am very aroused by space. When I start to have more things impacting on me really close, I feel an overwhelm. So this one is really great for people too who can get overstimulated by a lot of uh, things like uh, just generally in, in the environment. So these this energetic blueprint is for people who are very sensitive and need time to assimilate to touch, to sexual touch particularly. So when you're in an energetic blueprint, you could have somebody sitting across from you meditating for like an hour, and your body is just enjoying that um, compared to being maybe in the sexual touch where somebody could just go right in, stick their hand on your crotch and start arousing you. For somebody with your energetic blueprint, that would be like, whoa, like hold your horses this is very fast and this is very like it'll feel aggressive to a person whose erotic blueprint is energetic so you want to be aware of what your partner enjoys and what you enjoy so that you can say you know what i actually really need time and this is for energetic blueprints are also people who need a lot of of uh foreplay and foreplay doesn't always mean um teasing you know the body for the entire time it could be language that's used or hints or nudges or even just having your partner switch their energy up to a turn on so that in their presence you feel their turn on and you respond so for me I can respond to somebody I'm very aware of somebody else's turn on whether I choose to uh, relate to that or not is my choice um, though for a long time, I was very much, much more into uh, the blueprint that was shapeshifter. And I could, if somebody else was turned on, I would think I had to be turned on. So it wasn't really, I didn't really feel as much choice based. Um, so with energetic, being energetically turned on by things, it can be, uh, it can be slow. It can be gentle. It can be something that takes a lot of patience. So, and you might surprise yourself when you kind of go through uh, your own erotic blueprint that you might have assumed, oh, I'm definitely energetic, but then you kind of get through it and you're like, whoa, I'm actually really kinky. And it does change over time. So it's not that you're going to be this for life. It can absolutely change as you heal, as you understand more about yourself, as you explore the world, things can change. So just because you have a blueprint now doesn't mean you have that blueprint for life. And so it's always cool to go back if you've ever done the uh, if you've ever done the uh, the quiz, go back, see if you're still that because it might have changed for you if you haven't done it for a few years. So the energetics 
are also sometimes where the foreplay comes in with different things like toys and props. Um, and sometimes not even like you could just literally be turned on by somebody's energy and their presence could do all of it. Right. So it's it can be that intense if you are super sensitive and aware and you can feel that you could be in in the space of somebody that you find um, interesting or arousing and you just being in their presence will arouse you. So they don't even need to necessarily touch you. You could be turned on by their existence and even space. Uh, sometimes that missing somebody can also be uh, part of the space too. It's like getting turned on by um, feeling like you're missing them. So, so how would you play with the energetic touch? So when you're when you're planning to figure out your energetic blueprint it's cool to use all five blueprints also cool to find out and use something like a massage table so you can work around the whole body but also cool to find out in advance um and pertinent and required to find out if there are any parts of the body that the person does not want you to touch and they might be very specific like do not touch my face cool honor that because you might go oh they just say they don't want their face touched but no let me just try this energetic thing on it because I'm not really touching it no and when they say no to certain places just just honor that um, we are attempting to create more erotic energy not uh, feel violated so even if it is energetic touch and you're like a foot away from somebody's face they will feel it 99.9% of the time, I feel it, uh, probably 100%, but I'm just going with 99.9 because .9 I don't want to say like I'm 100% accurate on that. But yes, if I had that energy coming at me, even from uh, sometimes video calls, I can feel that. So that for me would be like, whoa, do not put your hands near my face. Um, and it, I, I'm bringing up the face because I don't like my face touched. So it's good to know what your partner is okay with having touched and what they're not okay with having touched and what touches are okay in certain areas. Like having energetic touch to any kind of touch on my face is like a no-go for me. But having, say, energetic touch on my feet is okay, but I don't want sensual touch on my feet. So as you go through the body, you might find different parts have different responses and it's not all exactly the same throughout the whole body. So the play can come in with this because this can be and hopefully is a playful experience, um, involves communication while you're doing it. And you can ask your partner, how do you feel about this? How do you, how do you respond? So when checking out energetic touch, you can start with a very light touch on the body. Uh, then you can hover like a centimeter and you might notice some heat being generated between your hand and their body. And then you move out, just see where it is that they feel the most response. It might be that you're the other side of a room, like it doesn't have to be a foot or two feet or you're, you know, somehow almost touching their body or close enough that you could. You can be like a foot or five feet or 10 feet away from their body and their body responds more. So it's very, um, it's very particular to each individual and playing with this with your partner 
can and, and hopefully is fun. So starting with energetic, see how that feels. Make notes too. See how your partner feels like likes energetic touch on the back, on the breasts, on the belly, on the um, maybe vulva, doesn't like energetic touch on the feet. Cool. Now we know. So you can make notes. It can be really helpful. And just for play, it's kind of fun to go through and make some notes and then retest it again in a few months and see if you're still there because it could change. All right. We're going to head to our first commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time? for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everybody. Today we are talking about being able to be aroused by different touches and learning about touch. And touch is like, you know, we sometimes think, oh, I don't like it when my partner touches me. But if you're willing to have an exploration of pleasurable touch, then you'll find out that there are lots of different kinds of touch. And right now we're really looking at the work of Miss Jaya, who does the erotic blueprint. And her method of exploration for pleasurable touch is quite like quite renowned and worldwide um and it's a really concise and a really great method to uh to explore you can also find out what your own um touch blueprint is your own erotic blueprint is by going on her site missjaya.com you can also um you know go on there find some classes find somebody who's experienced in your area that can take you through that experience, either teaching you and your partner, or um, sometimes maybe they actually give sessions. So just find out. 
All right. So in discussing these, we just discussed the erotic blueprint number one of the energetic blueprint, which is one that takes a lot of time to be feeling comfortable to uh, physical touch. And often the people are super, super sensitive and going too hard too fast is a huge turnoff. Like I'm thinking about so many different experiences where that occurred for me, where I was just like, Bleh! like actual vomit response, because it was like, just because they were turned on didn't mean I was turned on. So it's really important to know what your partner lover's blueprint is so that you can work with them so they can actually be aroused. What a concept. Uh, aroused, not just aroused. We have like pleasure, desire, and arousal. So arousal is, is, is definitely something that can happen and then turn off can happen too, for sure. But the body can get aroused without having desire or pleasure. And that often can lead to a lot of confusion. And then you can also have desire and your body doesn't get turned on, right? So we're looking for pleasure in the touch. Pleasure leads to desire, leads to arousal. We're not just looking for arousal only. So in going too fast with somebody who is whose energetic blueprint is energetic, whose erotic blueprint is energetic, if you go too fast with them, it'll be a super fast turn off. Their body might appear aroused to you, but there's no pleasure and desire going on. So it can create some confusion. That's why we need communication. Ask, how are you feeling? Is this working for you? Are you turned on? You know, um, are you feeling pleasure? Because your body could be like, yeah, I'm turned on, but I don't feel it. Like I'm not in and I feel like, and I have no desire which can be confusing to some because they think that arousal equals desire and pleasure, and it doesn't. It's a body's automatic response to stimuli. So if you're stimulating a body, it can get aroused. It doesn't mean there's pleasure or desire um, involved. And so we're talking about that too with pleasurable touch because you need to know that just because you're touching somebody and their body appears aroused does not mean there's pleasure or desire uh, there. So communication, consent, and then curiosity. So a lot of this work, when we're talking about the erotic blueprints, this work has a lot to do with curiosity and exploration of the different kinds of touch that you can have with bodies. All right, so we're moving right along to erotic blueprint number two, which is sensual. Sensual. So just in that word, sensual is the word sense. So we're looking at our senses here. It's aroused by sensations, sensations such as touch, sound, taste, smell, um, you know, anything that you hear and, uh, you know, all, all of them. Uh, so you can have senses too. You can have sensations. We have the five main senses and then we have like 21 senses, according to some people. Uh, we have things like interoception, uh, proprioception. Like we have lots of different ways of sensing things in our bodies that are not uh, just the touch, sound, taste, smell. Um, what am I missing? I don't know. Anyway, so what the sensual blueprint requires is a lot of these different senses being aroused. So on last week's show, we talked about creating our pleasure, our pleasure kit, our play kit for adults. And if you 
uh, if you didn't have a chance to listen to that, go have a listen, because in that episode, we talked about a lot of different ways that you can arouse the body with your sensual play kit. And so we had all five senses involved, well, five, only five senses involved. And we looked at different ways to arouse them. So definitely go back and listen to that episode. We did talk about, you know, arousing through smell, uh, whether it's the body smell itself or whether it's bringing sense in from other things. We talked about taste and how you can bring food in or the taste of your partner's body as it is. We talked about sight and what we see with our lovers, whether it's when you're looking right at them for their their body shape, their clothes, or elimination of sight where you might be wearing uh, a blindfold so that it creates a little bit more of a different experience. Also touch, right? And in that touch zone, we did talk about having a bunch of different ways to create touch with different tools, whether you're using something that's like a silky scarf or you're doing scratching or you're doing energetic touch. So we did talk about some of these ones that are part of the erotic blueprint, but we didn't name them. And then sound, the things you can listen to are some of the things like your partner saying kinky, sexy things in your ear or moaning or having fabulous music playing in the background that gets you going. So that sensual blueprint likes that whole experience of all of those things. And the sensual blueprint can bring a lot of beauty and comfort um, to the whole body uh, as a sensual experience. So you might find that somebody who's got the sensual blueprint really likes to have erotic massages um, and they really don't want to be stuck in their head. So they want their entire uh, sensory system engaged to get out of the head and get into the experience, experiencing all senses. A sensual type needs to be relaxed to uh, open to sexual connection and turn on. So uh, it's it's not everybody needs to be relaxed, but generally anybody who can get relaxed, even in the kinky zone, they can have even more erotic pleasure. They're, even though the kink zone often takes you into fight or flight or freeze in terms of your stress responses, um, and they need kind of a more of an adrenaline rush. You can also relax into the kinkiness and then your body can get even more turned on. So generally my take on the way that our body's response to responds to stressors is that if you're in high, high stress for a long duration, your body will not actually be able to have the arousal you're looking for, or if it does have arousal, it may not have the desire or the pleasure connected to it. So we need to bring it back down to groundedness, connection, um, bring the body back to feeling um, present. And then to me, all touch can be an amazing invitation to create more presence. So even though the sensual touch is specifically geared to that, the whole body sensual experience and being very much um, very much grounded and present with your partner. Um, all of them can have that element as well. And even in the sensual experience, what do we need? Consent. We need to have communication and curiosity still comes into all of these. So consent when it comes to touch, taste, sound, smell, even if you're licking your partner, it's good to know if they actually like to be licked because some people do not. 
So the sensual experience may be right off for them and they cannot relate or um, even connect with that concept. So their biggest turnoff is being stuck in their head and living intention. So what they want to do is get grounded and present. Things like meditation and yoga and creating like a super sexy space for them is amazing. They're, you know, the kind of people who would love to have their own sex room in their house for sure and have something dedicated to that with all of the different erotic um, things, things that can arouse your senses. You know, they might have a little corner where they have, um, you know, their favorite wine or something. And then they have another corner where they have uh, candles lit. So they have the smells and they have tastes and they have music playing. So they might have all of that experience with some super luxurious feeling um, different textures in the room, like materials that might be hanging from the ceiling or on the bed or on the floor. They like having it all. And so you can be a mix of sensual and you can be a mix of, of um, energetic. Now you bring those together, that's quite an interesting combination, right? And you might be a combination of sensual and sexual. You might be a combination of sensual and kinky. You might be a combination of energetic and sexual and energetic and kinky. Although energetic and sexual are quite different, you might have days where you're energetic and days where you're sexual. So you can be combinations. You might be all of them, um, again, which is more of when you're a shapeshifter. So remember, you're not necessarily just one, but you'll probably have one blueprint that's predominant for you in the way that you like to be touched. And if you can figure that out for yourself first, that's like really helpful in sharing that with your partner because sex is a skill that we develop. And sometimes we need to teach our partners what we like and how we like it. And there's no shame in having those conversations. And in fact, it's a very mature conversation to have. And it's actually a conversation that I think is necessary on a fairly regular basis, every few months even, to discuss like, what do you feel like trying? How about these? How about these different touches? What do you want to experience? Let's try some things. So sensual type needs to be relaxed. So what would you do to get a sensual type relaxed? Because maybe find out what music relaxes them. Start playing it. What smell relaxes them? Get that smell going. What touch relaxes them? Maybe it's foot massage. Maybe there's some other things. So it's really good that even within these things, like you might be like touch. Well, I like massage. Well, okay. What part do you like massage? Do you just want your butt massage? Do you not want your butt touched? And you just want your feet massage. So you can get down to the nitty gritty of certain areas of the body, because there may be certain areas of your body that love the sensuality. And there are certain areas that love the energetic. So for me, my, my bum actually loves a lot of sensual experience. And then the rest of my body, like my genitals, could just be really happy with energetic connection. So it's funny because different parts may respond to different things. And as things change and shift for me, uh, as I get more aware and connected to my body and what my what sort of things can um, be sexual arousers or sexual inhibitors, I can get really clear on what works for me. And I can share that with with my husband and my lover so that I can have a greater sexual experience. I realized when I just said my husband, my lover, some of you might figure there's two people uh, involved. Um, that would be delightful. I'd love to have a harem uh, in my life. But right now it's one person. 
with two roles. So I say husband and lover because in the role of husband, we often have certain things that we connect our marriage partners to, our spouses to, and they have a certain role as husband, wife, or whatever, wife, wife, husband, husband. We might have certain roles that we see societally, like dedicated to those roles. And a lot of those roles do not equal lover. So outside of those roles of husband, wife, husband, husband, wife, wife, whatever combinations you would like to look at, you might have lover. Um, and your lover times maybe don't have all the stress connected to it that the spousal um, titles have connected to it. So when your lover is being your lover, absolutely acknowledge like, thank you for being my lover. Like I enjoy my lover so much. Connect with your partner as your lover in a different way maybe than you are when you're parenting or when you're taking care of household chores, because those things, those are different roles, right? Just like when you're at work, you're going to respond differently than when you're at home, just as you would respond differently to your friends, just as your friends aren't necessarily your lovers. So all of those roles are different. And it's really good to be clear on that and note that you're Partners are actually your lovers too. I went on a tangent there. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room 
at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. How are all of you doing today? I hope you guys are having a lot of fun listening to this show. And I'm hoping that for those of you who are listening, that you're taking some notes and you're going to actually take this into action. Either looking at Miss Jaya, so you can learn more about your erotic blueprints through her method and doing her quiz, or just taking some tips and tools from the show and experimenting a little bit on your own. Uh, by all means, that remember a few things is we need consent, communication, and curiosity for sure. And, you know, create the scene with your partner so that when you're going through your erotic blueprints and you're testing out different touches, that this is something that you have time set aside. You're not going to be distracted by the dog needing to go out for a pee. You're not going to have like a million phone calls coming in that you feel like you need to answer. Um, I would set aside a good two hours at least so that each partner gets an hour each to experience this because we just break it down really simply. You have five blueprints to go through for each body. And that's so if we break it down to an hour each, that's 12 minutes per blueprint. And that's 12 minutes to go through an entire body and test out the different things front and back and see how your body responds to that. So even two hours is a little bit short, but you can probably get some fun started in that two hours. So how fun would it be to do that for a whole day? It would be so fun. Um, and so for those of you who do have time that you can dedicate to that and you have a space, maybe you have like especially dedicated space in your home that you can shut everything off and it's just you and your lover and you can have so much fun uh, doing that. So whether your lover is your spouse or your lover is not your spouse, have fun with your lover. And why I say that is because in times when you're playing with somebody and having your erotic and sexual sensual experiences, this is your lover. That's their role right there is as your lover. When you get out of that space, they may become the person who takes out the garbage and the laundry and the blah, 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 different role. Um, so they that's maybe some spousal roles or some living together roles that you have. So just know that your lover roles are probably going to not be the same as your spousal roles. And I think we often get these very confused and then people will take the spousal roles and get angry. And they're like, well, I'm going to deny you sex because you didn't do your spousal roles. Well, your spousal roles are different than your lover roles. And like if somebody didn't do their job at work, that doesn't mean that they're when they go home that they're going to be denied um, sex, right? Like <laughs> that's, it doesn't match. So to me, um, if you'd like to keep you know, some of the arguments aside, yes, we can get definitely attached to if you haven't done your roles. Well, you didn't take out the garbage. I don't owe you anything for sex. Yes, because that can happen. People can feel that because they're not feeling their love languages at that point. And your primary love language is, say, for example, acts of service and the act of service you would like delivered is having the laundry uh, done or the garbage put out or something. And they're not delivered then you will probably be angry and not feel loved. So you won't want to deliver any uh, anything in the lovership arena. 
I get that. And there's ways to <clears throat> there's ways to work it out. And there's ways to have commu better communication in your relationship so that your partner knows and knows where you're coming from. And any partner who's respectful enough to get on a call with you, with me, to have a conversation is uh, a partner worth keeping around because that means they're trying and they'd actually like to have something better. So why do I say that? Is because you can book a time with me. You can book 15 minutes for free. I do not charge you for that 15 minutes. So you can go on my website to melitzajelenik.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. Book my 15-minute quickie. I think I call it my quickie or something like that. It's a 15-minute session. Um, my other sessions I do charge for, but you can pick a 15-minute session with me and we can go through some things um, really quickly, usually. And if you love the way that I facilitate you, we can always have pleasure in your life. All right. So we did talk a bit about the energetic and essential blueprints. We'd like to get through all the blueprints today. So I got some time left to share all that with you. Um, and we will get through them. So recap, energetic blueprints take a little while to get turned on. They do need their space. And being too aggressive too fast can be a major turn-on. The sensual uh, blueprint loves being aroused by all things, um, all things sense-oriented, touch, taste, sound, smell. Uh, and they like to have an, a whole body experience and feel very grounded, rooted, and calm for starting to have any, um, any kind of connection to their partner. Now we're moving on to the sexual blueprint, sexual blueprint, I think is for people who are really into grinder and Tinder and are just like really interested in having sex acts with not a lot of um, need to like prepare the body for that. So these are bodies that are totally just aroused by intercourse and intercourse alone. Um, and sex for them is fun and they use it as a tool to relax and absolutely Sex can be an amazing tool to relax your body. It can bring your body to calm if that is, if having just sex is your erotic blueprint, it can bring you to calm. If sex is not your only erotic blueprint, which it probably isn't, but if it's, um, if your erotic blueprint is sexual and your partner's is sensual, then your partner is going to need all that sensual stuff in order to get connected and feel turned on by you. And you might feel a little annoyed because you're like, I just want to get it on and I'm stressed and I just need to get off so that I can get some happy hormones going, some endorphins for doing a good job, some serotonin, oxytocin, and uh, dopamine. I need my rushes of happy hormones that come through sexual um, sexual. At well, not just um, having sex, but usually those hormones come out of having uh, orgasms. And also they can come up with just touch uh, as well that is not uh, leading to an orgasm. But those happy hormones do come in a lot faster with orgasms. So if you're looking for happy hormones to de-stress, the sexual touch is probably what you are into. It's a kind of a wham bam, thank you, ma'am sort of scenario. And oftentimes can be a bit uh, quick getting down to business. Um, these are the kind of partners where uh, their first and main target is genitals usually, or they have a method. It's like, 
tweak the nipples three times, get down, stimulate the testicles, get in there, you know, stroke that clitoris. Like they're in there and they're like, they're very focused on the, the typical uh, sort of sexually, uh, the, the typical uh, sexual organs that we look for to be aroused. We're not, they're not necessarily looking for how can I essentially turn on your calf that may give you a, orgasmic energy rising that leads to climax. They're not really looking for that. They're like, boom, boom, boom. We know what to do. <laughs> Very goal oriented. And they are right in there for the task. The task is have themselves have a climax. So that's usually the task is I need a climax. Whether you have one or not is irrelevant. Um, big on things like quickies, because there isn't a lot of need for uh, pre preparation or connection. And usually uh, this is, these are people who don't have an awful lot of time, but you know, they might, they might go with sexual uh, arousal for maybe in an hour, they might even go, okay, we've done it. We're going to wait 10 minutes. We're going to do it again. Their stress levels may be so high that they like to have multiple quickies in an hour, or they might actually go for, uh, for a really intensive a little bit um, more aggressive sex. So if you are somebody who likes to get banged, uh, as I have some friends who are like, I just want him to bang me. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? He's probably not that sexual. He may be more sensual or he may be more energetic and he might not be the person who just wants to bang you. He might want to connect with you. So, so yeah, sometimes people will also choose sexual because that is it is stress oriented to be able to relieve and relax the body. Um, and the target is to get relaxed and just calm down uh, and and to hit climax so that you can have all those happy hormones running in your body. That may be subconscious or conscious. It's hard to say. But if you are experiencing that a lot, then you may be actually under a lot of stress or duress and you're your target is to connect in order to um, bring your body into a parasympathetic calm rather than being in fight or flight. So this kind of sexual high tension, sexual energy that's goal oriented can be very fight or flight. We've got to do this. You know, this is death or life, life or death here. So you know, a lot of times the sexual cell, they can just get down to business wherever, whenever, as long as there's a willing partner. I say willing because uh, we are looking for consent and we are looking for communication. So that would be the willing partner. Um, this, this can be kind of limiting though, because there's a whole world to explore sexually. Bodies are so interesting and this can be very, um, uh, it can be so limiting in that that people who are into sexual only will either be sometimes they complain like it wasn't enough it wasn't hard enough it wasn't this enough and they can't necessarily relate to their partner because they haven't had the time to connect with them and it's just about them usually themselves being able to achieve uh, climax so not always, or sometimes the target is that the other person has to achieve climax, but they don't have anything to do with the pleasure or the desire. They think arousal is the only 
target, right? So pleasure, desire, and arousal, super important together. All right, we have a few minutes left. We're heading to our last commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspire Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today we are talking about using touch um, to have better pleasure in our lives. So we're doing an exploration of pleasurable touch. A lot of the reference and 99% of the reference that I'm talking about has to do with the um, the erotic blueprint method from Miss Jaya. If you missed the episode on uh, Netflix called Love, Sex, and Goop, it was actually on there, and her work was in the sex and intimacy training for the uh, coaching training that I took as well. So we're looking at moving through, because we have a few minutes left, to talk about the erotic blueprint called Kinky. Um, so kinky is aroused by all taboo, you know, so whether that's uh, the urination fascination of urolasia, or whether that's when you get peed on or drinking pee or having fun with pee. So um, that, you know, there's that there's some other taboo. There's so many kinks. If if there's something that exists in the world, there is a kink for it. A hundred percent. And there's a million different names for a million different kinks. I've talked about a lot of kinks, uh, paraphilias on this show before. Some of my best listened to episodes are all related to paraphilias because kink is often something that people will hide. They feel shameful about. And one of the things that we need to have more conversations about in the world is that this is very natural. As long as we're looking at, again, consent, communication, and consent equals age of consent and communication, right? Um, So those are very important. And as long as everybody agrees on it and it's safe, we're good with the kink. So if you have a supportive partner, this can be really helpful for you to be able to to, uh, tap into your needs. Um, But if you don't, what happens over time is that you might suppress who you are and you might become distant and you might become self, you, you might feel like awful about yourself actually, or weird, or um, I have a few friends who, you know, had some really deep, really deep kinks, uh, really deep secrets that were kink related in their lives. And when they finally could speak them, it was like the biggest relief for them ever. 
change their entire outlook of the world, change their entire outlook on themselves. They felt loved, more loved and more accepted by just knowing that it's safe, it's okay to be able to say these things. Um, and sometimes there are things that their partners will never do with them, but they just needed to confess. So if you need a confession, book that 15 minutes with me to just talk about your true confession, because sometimes we just need to get it off our chest. So kinky can be a lot of fun. There can be like things like scratching, tying up. You could have, you know, your, um, uh, uh, can't think of the word right now, but you could have your eyes covered up <laughs> and yeah, so many things, so many fun kinky things. If you are aroused by kink, um, and you already know it, then your erotic blueprint is probably kink. There is one last one that I want to talk about before we get this show uh, finished, because it's almost done, is the shapeshifter. And the shapeshifter is aroused by everything. They're super creative, and they tend to need partners who are also super creative and adventurous. Sometimes they shift to be what others want them to be instead of owning their own sexuality, which I think I did a lot in my life. I was a bit of a shapeshifter, and then I became more and more aware of the things I actually like. And shapeshifters, they often, um, they take time to uh, figure out who they are. And that's what happened for me. It took me quite a while to figure out who I was outside of knowing I could pick up on the desires of my partners, but that didn't mean that they were my desires. And I often tried to fulfill them, even though it wasn't really working for me. Um, so taking uh taking that into account shapeshifters i encourage you to try and this isn't necessarily something that miss jaya talks about but i i encourage you to just try out one erotic blueprint at a time for yourself so if it's energetic try that out for a few months and just see how you feel about that and does that relate to you more um does kinky relate to you more and you might find that ultimately in the end you truly are a shapeshifter and you love just being able to bring pleasure to people but being able to do it in a way that also is bringing pleasure to you so it's not just about the other person because that's when you get into people pleaser and that's when we know that your your body is has gone under and under a lot of stress and duress and probably sexual violence in your life that what you're doing as a response to that is people pleasing so that does happen that's not something that is a happy thing so we want to make sure that you're doing it from a place of joy and love and connection and then like truly enjoying it so we have as you can see so many different ways to explore touch and one one of the things remember is key is consent have the conversation with your partner to consent to this exploration get some things out so that you can consent uh you know you can ask your partner if they can consent thank you for listening to the pleasure zone with sensual movement artist milica yelenich the pleasure zone returns next monday at 8 p.m eastern 7 p.m central 6 p.m mountain and 5 p.m pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com we hope you'll join us until then have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.